Welcome to A Passion for Christ, a heart-to-heart conversation with pastors called to build the kingdom of God here in Southern California. Now here's your host, KKLA's Director of Ministry, Richard Kennedy. Well, welcome to A Passion for Christ. Tonight, we're going to have a very interesting show. We're going to blend the culture of Judaism with Christianity with one of my favorite guests, Rabbi Gary Durashinsky from Beth Ariel. Gary, welcome. Welcome. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me again and again and again. Well, we love to have you here because you always bring Old Testament scriptures to life. And it's so exciting to, you know, as a Christian, look back and see all the celebrations and the festivals and the holidays of the Old Testament and how they tie into Christ. And and so we're excited to talk about that. Yeah, of course, because uh, Jesus is Jewish. He's the Jewish <laughs> Messiah. So it's uh, an easy thing to do once we kind of reflect on some of the traditions relevant to the Jewish people. Sure. And, you know, Gary, I always have a hard time when you're here because I'm not sure what to call you. You're a rabbi. You're a pastor. You're a congregational leader. Those are all correct titles, correct? Those are correct titles, yeah. As a rabbi, I'm a teacher. As a pastor, I'm a shepherd. I look over the flock at Beth Ariel, and as one of our elders, I help to lead the congregation. So uh, all those titles are relevant to me. That's right. Now, Gary, before we talk about the holiday season, which uh-huh. we're engrossed in, I saw, you know, and is that... Uh, uh, Bed Bath & Beyond last night, I saw everything for Christmas and for Hanukkah, so we'll talk a little bit about both. But tell us about Beth Ariel. It's a Messianic congregation. What does that mean? That's right. As a Messianic congregation, we're a group of Jewish people and non-Jewish people okay. that are interested in understanding their faith and expressing their faith in a Jewish way. So we make it a point to celebrate the Jewish festivals to present our understanding of Jesus as the Messiah in a Jewish way. We want to be communicative to Jewish people who don't know the Lord Mm -hmm. so that they might hear about him and not automatically reject the idea that he's not for us. We want to convey that if there is anyone who ought to be believing in Jesus, it ought to be Jewish people because he's Jewish he came at a Jewish time in, in history. He came to a Jewish world, the land of Israel. His followers were all Jewish, and he fulfilled what the prophets said about the coming Messiah. Hmm. So as a Messianic congregation, we're adapting ourselves to Jewish culture, and uh, we want to express our faith in a Jewish way. Now, for those of us who are Jewish in background, uh, we're not doing anything new per se, because it's who we've always been. But for many non-Jewish believers who come, this is very exciting for them because now uh, the Jewish roots, the history, all of that seems to come together mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it begins to make sense. The pieces of the puzzle fit together with regard to who Jesus is in a fuller, more complete way than perhaps they may have otherwise experienced. Now, do you use the same Bible that we would find in a Christian church? Oh, absolutely. Um, I usually preach from the ESV version, the uh-huh. Evangelical Standard Version, I guess mm-hmm. that's what it stands for. Yeah. Um, so yes, we, we certainly use the same Bible, all 66 books. We believe in the Hebrew Scriptures, the Old Testament, and the Brit Hadashah, the New Covenant or New Testament Scriptures. But I use those words to give you a feel. You know, in our congregation, more often than not, 
we would speak about the Hebrew Scriptures rather than using the term Old Testament Mm -hmm. because the word Old Testament has a sense sometimes. uh, People read into the word old as meaning obsolete. Mm -hmm. And we don't believe the Old Testament is obsolete. We believe that it precedes the New Testament. So we might say the older and newer Testaments. But the New Testament completes what the Old Testament initially stated. Now, I visited Beth Ariel, and what I really enjoyed was the fact that you actually had congregational readings from the Old Testament, but it was in Hebrew. That's right. We also include a variety of Jewish traditions, and and particularly their liturgical traditions. Mm -hmm. So we'll recite the Shema, Deuteronomy 6.4, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. That is one of the standard um, expressions or prayers that is recited in any typical Jewish synagogue. Mm -hmm. So we bring in a lot of the Jewish traditions. We have a Torah scroll that we'll read from on occasion. We light a seven-branch menorah, which signifies the sevenfold presence of the Spirit of God that fully fully embraces who our Messiah is in accordance with Isaiah chapter 11. And there are other things that we do as well, but all of these are meant to help Jewish people feel a little bit more comfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, they would feel that we're in a Jewish environment, and so hearing about Jesus as a Jew in a Jewish environment uh, perhaps is helpful for Jewish people to evaluate him more objectively and hopefully receive him as their Messiah and Savior, their Redeemer and Lord. Mm. Well, if you just tuned in, that's uh, Pastor Gary Dershinsky. He's actually a rabbi, a congregational leader at Beth Ariel Church. And they are located on Fallbrook, just off the, the 101 freeway in Woodland Hills. And if you want to find out more information about their church, you can go to BethAriel.org. That's right. And um, they can give you service times and uh, how to get there. And, and I'm telling you, it is an incredible experience to go and worship at Beth Ariel. Because as we were just talking about, they take the Old Testament or you call it the Hebrew scriptures. Right, that's okay? right. And uh, they kind of bring them to life and they incorporate them to the service. And what I also enjoyed at the Beth Ariel service was the music. Oh, indeed. You know, it's we have some traditional worship songs that we would recognize, but you also play songs from, I think, some cultural standards or from the uh, Hebrew past. I, I'm not sure how to define them, but they have yeah, a cultural feel to them. They're, um, we refer to them as messianic worship songs. Okay. So they're a little different. Uh, they have a very Hebraic Israeli mm-hmm. sound. In mm-hmm. fact, on uh, December the 12th, we're going to have a couple, Deborah uh, Klein, Ian Tourneau, and her husband Vince. They're international recording artists, and they produce a lot of messianic music. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be doing a Hanukkah concert Saturday, December the 12th at at 7 o'clock. So you'll get a feel for that. And they're going to also incorporate some of the Christian uh, songs as well, especially in light of Christmas. So it'll be a combination Christmas, Hanukkah, Hanukkah, Christmas kind of a thing. Now, is there a fee for that concert or is it free? Oh, no, it's free. People just come on in and enjoy the time. And uh, one of the things that characterizes our congregation that we've been told, visitors who come, guests who come, mm-hmm. uh, they've been telling us that the thing that has been very attractive, apart from uh, the worship as such and 
uh, the teaching of the Word of God and, and all of those things. But they said the joy, the friendliness, mm-hmm. being welcomed mm-hmm. and feeling at home. So uh, we're really, really excited about that. And we're very grateful that our congregation, we're not a large congregation, about mm-hmm. 100 of us or so. Mm-hmm. But what's wonderful is that uh, when people come, they leave saying they've had a wonderful time meeting people, being involved, hearing the Word of God, and, and worshiping Him. Well, I, I've experienced the same thing. I was so well welcomed. I had so many little Jewish grandmothers giving me kisses on my pudgy cheeks, and I actually go. wanted to get up and do a little tevia, you know, if I was a Richmond dance with the music <laughs> going, go. you know, and yeah. there's such a great spirit. And you can feel that comfortable, too, if you visit Beth Ariel. Uh, they're in Woodland Hills. You can find out more information at BethAriel.org, and there is a concert he was talking about with uh, Deb and Vince. I, you can say their last name because I won't butcher it, but it's a Hanukkah concert. And that's Saturday, 7 p.m. It's free. And that's at Beth Ariel, and you will absolutely love the family of Beth Ariel. Well, you know, we're into the the holiday season, as we said a little bit earlier, Gary. Mm-hmm. I uh, ventured out, not on Black Friday, not on Black Saturday, but on, wow, it's still busy Sunday. Yeah. And I was in Bed Bath & Beyond, and I saw all the Hanukkah apparel out in front, you know, something, I think, a little guy with a little outfit on, I think they called him a meech. Or uh, I'm not sure what it was, but you know they said you could have your meat at your table or something. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that is. <laughs> it must right. be something that you know has been culturized to make more money, right? Right. Only then, here in L.A. Only in L.A. <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> near Fairfax, you know, Farmers Market. But then you know, of course, they had all the Christmas right next to it. And I'm sitting here thinking, you know, here's Hanukkah. And I think it's kind of a celebration mm-hmm. of lights. Yes. And you got Christmas. The light comes into the world, and there's got to be something more in depth between the two than how I just described it. and Is there a correlation between Hanukkah and Christmas that you could share a little bit with us? Oh, absolutely. Hanukkah has a number of names to it. Hanukkah means the Feast of the Dedication. Okay. And uh, one of the things that's interesting is Jewish people know a good deal about Hanukkah. They mm-hmm. may not know a lot about other Jewish festivals, but Hanukkah, Jewish people, we know what that's all about. Mm. But Hanukkah is not mentioned in the Hebrew Scriptures. It's nowhere in the Old Testament. Now, it is spoken about prophetically by the prophet Daniel in chapters 8 and 11. But from a historical point of view, uh, it doesn't come up. It's, it, the story of Hanukkah is actually spoken of in the, um, uh, in the Apocrypha book, First uh, Maccabees. Okay. And that's because the Jewish people that rebelled against their attackers about mm-hmm. 170 years before the time of Jesus were referred to as Maccabees, which right. means hammers, because they had hammered away at their enemies and were victorious. Hmm. But um, but there's nothing written about it in the Old Testament except from a prophetic point of view. But the other corollary is interesting, too, because many Christian people don't really understand Hanukkah, and yet it's clearly made reference to in the New Testament. Hmm. And it's made reference to in the New Testament of all places in the Gospel of John. And the reason why it's oftentimes not recognized is because it comes up in John chapter 10, and it's referred to as the Feast of the Dedication. Feast of the Dedication. And the word Hanukkah means dedication. Mm-hmm. And the reason why Hanukkah is called Hanukkah, or the Feast of the Dedication, is because after the Maccabees revolted against their enemies, they, the, uh, their enemies had destroyed the temple, or I shouldn't say destroyed the temple, but they had desecrated the altar. And they desecrated the Holy of Holies in the temple. 
Mm-hmm. And at the end of the events associated with Hanukkah, the Jewish people rededicated the temple back to God, and they rededicated themselves to his service. Mm-hmm. So in John chapter 10, we read it was the feast of the dedication. Well, it was Hanukkah. And we also read in John chapter 10 that the event that takes place and the discussion Jesus has uh, occurs, in, and the text points out, it occurs in the temple. And, of course, the temple is the center of the events of Hanukkah. That it was in Solomon's porch, it says, or Solomon's colonnade, again, focusing on the temple. It says it was winter time, and that's because Hanukkah is celebrated in the Jewish month of Kislev, which is comparable to the our month of December, okay. the winter months. Okay. And then we're told that the Jewish people ask Jesus, if you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. And part of that question, we don't have time to get into it, but part of that question is generated by the festival of Hanukkah. But the interesting thing is when Jesus responds, he says that I've told you and I've told you by the miracles that I have done. Mm -hmm. And of course, Hanukkah, called the Festival of Lights, is also a time in which there's a focus on miracles. Mm-hmm. And the miracle of Hanukkah, and most people are aware of this, but the miracle of Hanukkah is that the menorah that is situated in the holy place in the temple that was to be kept lit had been extinguished by Israel's enemies. And now at the time of rededicating the temple, they had to rekindle the menorah. And God, according to tradition, had enabled a small cruise of oil to stay lit for eight days, which enabled the Jewish priests to manufacture enough oil to keep the menorah lit. Mm. So as the Festival of Lights, it looks forward to or it reflects on the miracles that God had done throughout all of Israel's history. And now in John chapter 10, when Jesus is asked to tell the people that he is the Messiah and to tell us plainly, his response is, at the time of Hanukkah, when we're to reflect on miracles, he draws their attention to the miracles that he performed that he says testifies that he is indeed the Messiah. And then he says that the reason why you don't believe is because you're not of my sheep. Because if you were of my sheep, you would hear my My voice voice. and follow me, (laughs) which is another way of saying you would be dedicated to me. You'd be dedicated to God. If you were dedicated to God, you would recognize that I am the Messiah, as Jesus said earlier, Mm -hmm. that if you believed Moses, you would believe me because he spoke of me. So if you were truly dedicated to the Lord, you would believe in me because I am truly the Messiah. And that's all in John chapter 10. So it's I, it's really wonderful when Jewish people want to learn more about Hanukkah because you have to learn more about Hanukkah if you want to understand at least that portion of the scriptures. Of the scriptures. And by the way, one last thing he says in John chapter ten, which is a prelude to John uh, John chapter eight, in prelude to John chapter ten, that he says, "I am the light of the world." And then in John chapter nine, it's the miracle of the man who is born blind who can now see because mm-hmm. the light of life has come to him and healed him. So in John 8, 9, and 10, you have this focus on light and this focus on Hanukkah and this focus on dedication and on following the Lord, and that's what Hanukkah is all about. 
Wow, that is that is so amazing, Gary. Because you know you you hear little bits and pieces over the years, but again, that's John chapter eight, nine, and ten. You'll find right. more of a. So if you have some time this weekend, maybe tonight after listening to not only the Passion for Christ show here on ninety nine point five, I'm Richard Kennedy. We're having a conversation with uh, Rabbi Gary Durashinsky. He is a, a congregational leader. He is a pastor, as you can tell, at Beth Ariel Church in Woodland Hills. Once you get done listening to this wonderful show, you can grab your scriptures. You may want to listen to Gina Pastore. She's got a good show tonight, too. I have to give Gina, you know. And then Pastor Steve Wilburn, he's on at 8. Oh, I don't know. There's so many good shows on. But sometime you want to get into John chapter 8, 9, and 10 while it's still fresh in your mind and look at these scriptures because they're going to, you're going to read them and go, wow, I never saw that before. I never recognized that. And here you are, you're talking about rededication. Exactly. Them knowing his voice and they didn't, we weren't dedicated to Christ. Mm hmm. And the fact that he was the light of the world and Hanukkah is truly uh, a miracle because they had oil enough for maybe one day and it, it burned for eight days and gave them time correct. to build it, right? Great story. Now, when, when families get together, Jewish families, I'm trying to think of a way we can tie in the gospel and, and, and meet them at where they're at with their holidays. Mm-hmm. What can we do as believers, you know, to, you know, reach out to our Jewish neighbors or people we may work with? During this season, are there any things we can do, Gary? Well, festivals, Jewish festivals, always provide great opportunities. Uh, one thing is is to get Hanukkah cards mm-hmm. and uh, to uh, get them to your friends and to let them know that you're thinking about them. Okay. Uh, another thing to do during this time is to share with them your willingness to pray for them. Mm-hmm. And that I'll be, we'll be remembering you in our prayers during this time that you're right. celebrating Hanukkah. Um, and while we're celebrating Christmas, I mean, it's not as if Jewish people are adverse to hearing about Jesus in any mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. They're very much desirous of that. And in many of our churches, there are all kinds of programs that are going on. Uh, it's a wonderful thing to invite them to uh, your home, to your church service, and to let them know that you would like them to come and see what, mm-hmm. you know, how you worship and what you're doing. And these are ways of building rapport, building relationships. I think we have to be patient. You know, right. Jew- there's a, a lot of conflicts, a lot of issues that have gone on in Jewish history that have made it difficult for Jewish people to be open to considering Jesus for themselves. But the more that we show them love and respect and appreciation and we just enjoy them as friends, the opportunities will present themselves, particularly when issues come up in a person's life. Right. And then you right. make it a point of saying, you know, I'm going to pray for you about that. Hmm. And then as God answers those prayers to remind them, you know, I prayed for you about that and look how God has answered and uh, I've heard more and more testimonies of Jewish people who have come to faith from that, for that very reason. And what a great reminder, Gary. And if you've tuned in tonight and you have friends that you know in your neighborhood that are uh, of Jewish faith or they were raised Jewish, um, maybe some people you work with, just some acquaintances, it's such a great opportunity, one, to Do you wish them a happy Hanukkah? I mean, oh, just, absolutely, yeah. Happy Hanukkah is a word. And yeah. I, I should have mentioned, you know, as we talked before, the concert that we're going to be having mm-hmm. is a perfect time to invite, to invite your Jewish friends. They'll meet other Jewish people who 
believe that Yeshua is the Messiah, Jesus mm-hmm. is the Messiah. Mm-hmm. They'll meet other Jewish people who don't believe that way. Right. They'll, especially if there are intermarriages, you know, this is a, a challenge in many families sure, when you sure. have a Jewish person married yeah. to someone who's yeah. not Jewish. Yeah. Beth Ariel is perfect for that because we have a number of intermarried families and they get the best of both worlds. <laughs> from a Jewish perspective, they're expressing yeah. their faith in a Jewish way. Yeah. And from a Christian perspective, they're hearing about Jesus and they're appreciating him, enjoying him and recognizing him to be who he is most fully. So those intermarriage issues and especially raising children. No. You know, yeah, what do we do with our kids? You know, my yes. dad or my mom is Jew- Jewish. My mom, my dad is not. And here's a place where, um, the whole family can be ministered to and can appreciate the Jewish culture mm-hmm. as well as mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. Christian faith. Now, Christmas is a season. Easter is a, a, a day, basically. You know, we have well, three yeah. days from, yeah. you know, the, you know, burial, you know, and or crucifixion, the burial, and then the resurrection. But at Christmas time, we can wish people Merry Christmas for, you know, a duration of time, basically starting, you know, December 1st nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to Hanukkah, it's is it, it's an eight-day celebration, a seven-day celebration? No, it's an eight-day celebration because I said earlier, you know, the when the temple was being rededicated, the priests found a cruise of oil to light the menorah that would last mm-hmm. one night. Mm-hmm. And according to tradition, it lasted eight nights, which gave them enough time to continue to manufacture mm-hmm. the oil that would be used in the, in the menorah. Mm-hmm. So it's an eight-day festival. It starts Sunday evening. December the 6th, and it will go until Saturday night or or the following Sunday night, which would be December 13th. So it starts tomorrow night in our case. Yes, it does. uh, uh, That's right, tomorrow (laughs) evening. And uh, what a wonderful time, again, to reach out to your neighbors and friends and associates and just wish them a happy Hanukkah. And and I love what you said, Gary. You know, you can just go to them and say, hey, I'm going to be spending some time in prayer this week, and is there anything I can pray for you? I've had very few people, when I've done that soft introduction, to say, no. Well, or they might say, well, yeah, maybe. But it's such a non-intrusive way to share your love for, you know, for them and for Christ because you tell them who you're praying to. And it's amazing how that works so often. And again, invite them possibly to join you for um, a wonderful Hanukkah concert next Sunday, December 12th at 7 p.m. at Beth Ariel Fellowship. It's free. And again, tell us who Deb and Vince are and what type of music they're going to be okay. playing. Okay. Well, the concert is actually Saturday night, uh, December the 12th. Okay. And it starts at 7. And Deb and Vince Ian Torno, they are uh, international recording artists. They've uh, performed, I know they performed in Cuba. They have <laughs> performed in Australia uh, and all across the United States and in other places. And uh, they have a couple of albums out. And they're very well known in Jewish messianic circles. They're just wonderful musicians, and they do a great variety of both Hebrew and English uh, music. And they're going to be with us at 7 o'clock at Beth Ariel. And Beth Ariel meets at New Life Church, which Mm -hmm. is at 6115 Fallbrook Avenue in Woodland Hills. And as you mentioned, Richard, on our webpage at BethAriel.org, uh, there's a map there. There's all kinds of information. Right. And we're we're going to have a potato pancake uh, cook-off <laughs> after the concert, which would be a, loads of fun. That's a, tr- a traditional food that's eaten by Jewish people on Passover. And by the way, that morning, 
at 11 a.m. at our Saturday morning service, our Shabbat right. service, yeah. we'll also be celebrating um, Hanukkah, and so we'll be worshiping uh, in music and song and in dance. We'll light the menorah. I'll have a message entitled Yeshua, Jesus, the Light of the World. Hmm. Well, Gary, it sounds like it's going to be such a wonderful service, and uh, I'm really hoping if you have enjoyed tonight's enlightenment of the light of the world through the Hanukkah celebration that uh, you would take this opportunity to, one, jump on the 101 freeway. You know, I'm not sure where you're coming from, but they're right off the 101. I mean, literally about five minutes off the 101. It's Beth Ariel Fellowship. Uh, they're on Fallbrook. And you can get their address and more information at bethariel.org. And it's bethariel.org. And take advantage of this opportunity to share the light of the world and the light of Hanukkah with your Jewish friends and neighbors uh, this Hanukkah season, which is really going into the Christmas season because we are going to be celebrating the light of the world, the Lord Jesus Christ. Indeed. And Indeed. Uh, we're, we're so grateful that you were here tonight, Gary, and, and shared some time with us. I always love when you come in and open those scriptures. And again, for some devotional time based on this conversation, it's John 8, 9, and 10. Right, that section. And it deals with the Feast of Tabernacles. It deals with Yeshua's teaching on being the light of the world. And it deals with uh, the man that was born blind and having his eyes opened. And then Mm -hmm. in John chapter 10, the festival of Hanukkah, the Feast of Dedication. Feast of Dedication. Well, that's it for A Passion for Christ tonight. It always goes by too quick. And we're so grateful that you were with us, uh, Pastor Gary Dereshinsky from Beth Ariel. Lord bless you, and I always get to say this this time of year, Shalom. (laughs) Shalom to you too, Richard. Bless you. You've been listening to A Passion for Christ, sponsored by 99.5 KKLA. Tune in again next week at this time for another intimate glimpse of what God is stirring in the hearts of Southern California's pastors here on A Passion for Christ.